Okay, so welcome everybody to episode 111, 111, the angel number. Yeah. I got John on top with me today. John, thank you very much for coming on. Thank you. It's I appreciate your time. So uh, we got a lot to get into today. We have, like, I have a lot of questions. Yeah. And as we were saying before, I guess I'm just going to continue my thought before I got distracted. That's fine. But um, even though no one's going to know what we're talking about. No. Uh, I feel like when you get interested in something. Yeah. You then will learn one little thing, and then sometimes if it clicks, you're gone, right. and then you learn the whole thing, um, whatever area that might be, whatever arena it is. Mm-hmm. And I think with me, I definitely have – I like to learn that little nugget right. for sure. I have a harder time like bull rushing, but there are times when something intrigues me to the point where I rush, right. and then that becomes my thing. So I'm like you – I'm like diet. John and Topper, in a lot of ways. Right. Jack of all trades, master of none. Exactly. That's the whole phrase. But you are like a are like a jack of all trades, okay. master of some. Not, like master of right, some. Right, right. Master of some. Master in a, in a sense of like above average okay. knowledge. I appreciate that. Um, so what was the first thing? Because I feel like everyone knows you for a different thing. Okay. But what was the first thing that was like, this is, I'm hooked. Fair. I'm going to be good at this. The first thing was Lego stop animation. Lego stop That was the first thing. That was, I don't even, I was, North Medford Little League was still around. That's how old that was. So I was in North Medford Little League and I used to watch those like Michael Hickox films with like the stop animation. It's like before anyone knew how to do it, people just like knew how to do it. And everyone's like, how do you do that? And they're like, you take photos and like, I don't know, it doesn't make any sense. (laughs) There were no tutorials, at least an eight-year-old eight-year-old me couldn't understand it so i would like build sets and like um my grandfather actually got me like a camera that had editing software and i like i taught myself how to do it and then how old were you i have no idea like six (laughs) i was like i was in elementary school and then um we went to the banquet and i came back and like the computer like corrupted the software and i couldn't use it ever again so i just stopped but then, like, it was just like, all right, I can't do that anymore. All right, I just want to learn how to do drawings. Well, that might have been when I was doing that, ma- when I started doing magic. So okay. I started doing magic. That was also a, I'm just going to go with this. It was, like, in the fourth grade, and I, like, was bored. And it's going through, like, that's when, like, when, like, On Demand had, like, shit yep. that didn't air. Can I swear? Mm-hmm. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Please, uh, please swear more if you can. <laughs> um that was like when they they you had like kids programs like didn't air and one of them was like magic with ryan oaks and i was like that that looks easy magic with ryan and then oaks. i just like went with it and now i'm here um and it's like <laughs> now i walk permanently like i'm holding shit like hiding it <laughs> because, because it's just from doing it for so long um so that would that's like the longest running bit longest running like yeah. i can do this and then it's just like now i'm on stage in red and black like at being whatever. a magician being a magician yeah with the magic thing mm-hmm. i think and correct me if i'm wrong right i feel like magic mm-hmm. probably was bigger way long ago but yeah. i think like maybe the past like five ten years mm-hmm. it's like bigger than it was in like the early 2000s which is weird because like the resources are dwindling because like in new i think it's new england like there was only one magic store you could go in person and go to and it shut down six or seven years ago yeah and it's like there's no magic I, I don't know what it is and magicians can be a little much sometimes where they're like it's a dying art no one no one wants to do it and then it's like but you don't want to teach it to anyone like you want to gatekeep <laughs> that's, it that, that, it's a because gate. like 
you don't want to tell like and there's a difference between there's a difference between i don't know i guess like teaching people just for the sake of people learning how to do it but then like within magicians like there's no problem teaching other like it was um there were three of us at medford high that like did magic pretty regularly and like we would always share stuff yeah but like outside of that we were all very closed off with like how things were even if someone was interested we were like go look it up like we like we (laughs) go figure it out yourself and then come back to me because then it's like and then we can i don't want to just start like start like spilling stuff but i was like i would always teach stuff that i wasn't doing in my act i was obnoxious about like i was i see I, i would like tricks i retired or just wouldn't do anymore but if someone figured it out, if they were the magician, I'd be like, yeah, that's how that's how it's done. But like, otherwise, I'd be like, no, and then yeah. cry about it later. And I'd be like, oh, they know. They, like, have, they change the way you do the trick. I think the lamest thing is when people Google like the concept of the trick and they're like, I YouTubed it. Like they'll come to class like next week. And like I YouTubed it. I'm like, that's no fun. Yeah, no, that ruins it. I've it's never, fun. I've never You're done that. You're ruining it for yourself. Because magic's supposed to be fun. It's supposed yes. to be funny. It's supposed to be like. I, I got awe and yeah. aspiring moment. And then I think, I don't know if it's because of just this one guy, but like when I think of like a David Blaine, yeah. who almost doesn't even do magic, he's just like, he's doing weird He's just thing. enduring yeah, yeah. like the elements, <laughs> which is crazy. It's crazy. But like guys like David Blaine, and then like before that was like Chris Angel, mm-hmm. I think it kind of put like a weird spin on what people think magic is mm-hmm. because it really was, they're just like doing crazy shit. Like that's not. Yeah. Not that it's not magic. It's right. just, like, different. It's not what you do. There are people you know? who, like, legit think that magicians are, like, demons. <laughs> yeah, because like, of David Blaine. Cause, not even because of that. Like, I... So, I had a brief internship with Shin Lim, who won America's Got Talent. I wanted to twice. talk about Shin Lim okay. with you. So, uh, it was a long time ago, but I was a video editor for him. And... Um, and really i met because well because i wanted that's what i wanted to pursue in college was video it was like psychology then it was a it was a lot of different course things in but, john and top of style right and i was like well and and so i wanted to be a video editor and he had posted a vlog and in the vlog was like he was in macau china which is like the las vegas of china i guess yeah and um he was in a residency and was like, I want to start doing these vlogs and but I don't have a lot of time to like edit them and all that. And I was like, well, shit. So I wrote to him, his manager, which is his mom at the time, at least really? I'm, I'm not sure. I haven't really been like up to date, but at the time was his mom. And I, I wrote and I was like, I'm a magician. I can keep secrets like I want to do this for college and I'm a Massachusetts local. Um, because at the time he was in mass and cool. was like, I would love to do this to get experience to go to school. And I woke up the next morning and it was like, Shin wants to talk to you. And then like, just like that was like working for this guy unpaid, <laughs> just like editing his videos and just talking to him. And there was a 12 hour difference between oh, us. Right. So I would like text him in the early in the morning and then he would be going to bed and it was like, like that yeah so he would do a rough cut i'd refine it and then he'd look at it again and then release it we did that for i don't want to say a year i forget for how um for how long but regardless people like there are videos of like people like shin lim is a demon sorcerer i'm like the dude (laughs) ate my bread at panera bread because i didn't want it like we got panera you got in Walton. like yeah like we went out and got panera and like talked you just hung out about shit like we were just like 
what what are you what are your goals? What do you want to like do when you grow up? Because he went to college for video editing. Really? He went for video editing and, and so he uh, must music like, performance. And maybe the mom saw something. Uh, maybe I don't know. In you. Um, and they've they've been great. Like like I used them still as a re- uh, a reference still, and they were great to me when I was working with him. Um, and then pretty much uh, when he won, <laughs> yeah, I texted him. I was like, it was good knowing. It was like, I, yeah, was like yeah. I, that was it. Like so that was before he won. That was before he won. Like I started oh, working wow. for him. I think working for him, but I was like helping him out like i think a month or two before it was even public that he was on america's got talent wow and um we actually, did he win penn and teller yet he or, won penn and he had one penn and teller and that's what he that's what he was known for. well okay he was known as being the world champion of magic because the magic has an olympics yeah like every yeah. four years so he had won that um and then yeah, he won that before. He won that. And oh, then my timeline is back. It's it's it's. So, I thought it was the other way around because so I saw he, the right. So he wins that, but then he wins. So he's known in the magic community for that. Yeah, and then wins Penn and Teller, and now like laymen and magicians alone are like, oh my god, this guy's great because he's a phenomenal. Because it's not yeah. Like, it's like we'll talk about him in a second. Yeah, the but stuff like, he was doing is, is it's and still uh, is phenomenal. And then um, and then he got on America's Got Talent. Um. But he was so he had been and he had done some tours like in between like because I they had to have because that's where one of the tricks came from that he had done. Um, but yeah, he was great. Like he took me out to lunch and we hung out and like talked. And then like when he kind of stopped doing the vlog, he's like, I kind of got it. Like, okay. And then we just kind of just stopped talking. But he's I mean, if he's good to you like that and then like the, 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 the man like, yeah, like I'll, when I apply for a job, every time I apply for the job, I'm a, a job and I use them as a reference. I'm like, just so you know, and they're like, cool. Thanks for letting us know. Yeah. And that's it. Like, that's the level that's of communication. A, and that's fine. But that's great. And it's just like, they're like, cool. Thanks for letting us like. That's a really cool, like, yeah. life experience to have. Working it was great. Like that. It taught me. The most thing it taught me was just, just go for it. Like, that's what it, it was yeah. like. You want to do something. It was like, I was a 16, 17 year old kid in high school who was like, I just want to do this. And I, and I did it. Yeah. And it was yeah. just like, why not? And um, his act is like beautiful if you if you don't like magic if you're sitting here right now and you're like all right what are y'all talking about magic for like mm-hmm. who, who gives a fuck about magic yeah your entire perception on magic will change as soon as you watch this it, it really is and i i have a love for magic so i used to joke that that's like what used to prevent me from getting like bullied in middle school and high school yeah yeah it was like it was like I, I was just in purgatory of just like not with the jocks or the nerds because I was doing drama club, but also rowing. And it was like yeah. magic was like the thing that didn't get my ass kicked because I was like wearing like I had a bowl cut from like seventh grade to like junior year of high school. Yeah, and, and, like, the and now I got the lumber cut. And then I had like I wore a creeper hoodie that I couldn't zipper all the way up because it got caught in my bowl cut. So the fact that I didn't get my ass handed to me at any point was just like. Because Huge they always win. wanted to see a magic trick. Like it was yeah, like, it was like, like well, I want to bully the magician. Won't show me something. Yeah, they're like shoved you in a locker. Yeah, but is this your card? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They shove me in a locker and they go, all right, let's take him out and I'm out. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but Where yeah, it's uh like the magic thing. I guess yeah, it's a cool way to like interact with people. I feel like lot, everyone yeah. kind of everyone like not a lot of people had like a thing. I feel like in, in high yeah. school, maybe more so than thinking. And I just I can't think of them because I don't know when the last time I thought these people was, but like. In high school, you had a thing. Like, it was the magic thing. Yeah. And when no one else, like, has something like that, especially at, like, a young age, like, especially looking back on it, like, in the, in the moment, we feel like it's as old as you get because it's as old as we were. Yeah. But 
when I look back on it, I'm like, oh, dang. It's just a weird thing to have, like, to be known. Like, to be, like, 16, like, <laughs> ripping magic. Like, that's so fucking it, sick. It's just a lot of fun. Like, it, it, was, it, was, yeah. it was really, like, it treated me well. And it taught me a lot of um, people skills because I'm a very anxious person. And it taught me how to, like. Really? Oh, yeah. It taught <laughs> me how to, like, approach people and, like, do stuff and, like, um, and, uh. And sort of just think on my feet because if a trick went wrong, I I was always thinking on my feet, and that's why I liked I loved stage work more. I was just about, but I'm the close to... up. Well, I had to do close up because there weren't there were a good amount of opportunities to do stage work, but it was like once or twice a year. Um, and the close up I liked, and the only reason I started doing card magic was because I couldn't bring like ropes and blades and shit like that where it's like you know what i mean <laughs> and like and i had even went to the extent of like clearing it with like the teachers because i was like i'm not playing cards this is what i do and they're like really and i'm like do you want me to prove it and then <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like do something they're like oh okay scary loved it i do tricks course, in his class all the time like ah, what, what are you gonna do like, ah, i'm gonna do it like this and the deck's gonna turn and clap and the fucking card's gonna fly no, across that, the room that shit was crazy that that, that, I was, done that so dude that was wizard yeah that was fake I remember that one. Yeah. That one vividly stamped, stood out in my mind. That was one of like the few times that like you watch something and you're just like, that's not that. That's, that's that, yeah. That. <laughs> like I say, that's what I felt. It's the same thing I feel when, um, you know, the, it's the David Blaine trick when he, I, I watched it cause it was like right. NBA players. He put like cards, a deck of cards in an NBA player's hand and he's holding them and he just starts tapping them and they're just disappearing. Yeah. The kid's hand. It's and I'm just great. like, <clears throat> That's fucking fake. Yeah. That's that's where I hop on the. That's a wizard. That's 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 fake. Someone's in on it. Someone's in on it. Something's got it. What is happening? Because like, yeah, my brain can't handle the fact that the cards are disappearing or just spinning. Right. You had the cards spinning. They full on spun, and I. Like, it was like it was a good trick, but like it would f it would fail so many times. Oh really? That like my look of like oh my god that they're here like it was like <laughs> genuine like oh my god it's working don't this up yeah 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 um but yeah two of my I, i'd say that like it's great because but it's also hard when you do those all the time because then it's like you're just like you just know how it's done like, yeah you know what you're doing and you're like why are you reacting it's like oh okay this is why yeah um, i see what you're saying i used to do a joke or i used to do a bit where it's like i've been doing magic for the last 10 years it doesn't mean i'm any good it just means that it's like i suck i, I really suck more than you think um <laughs> like it doesn't mean that i'm any good it just means that i've been doing this for this long time so you can believe in louder it's like i've been shitting for 10 i've years been too. i've been shit for 10 years and that that deserves some recognition <laughs> uh, but i <laughs> i did this one bit that the best bit i've ever done was in college and it was uh, like a coffee house and one of the ras was putting it on and I was like, I'll, I'll do magic. And because at that point, I actually stopped doing magic in art school because I thought people were going to make fun of me for being a magician. No, John. In art school. <laughs> like, I thought <laughs> the art the students were going to be like, what is this? The shit? people like, that are cool. With yeah, everything yeah it's like, yeah, I just painted my heart in sorrows. But what's this magic shit? <laughs> um, and so I just like I that was my thing. And like my mom, like one time I wore like jeans and a jean jacket. My mom was like, you can't wear double denim. And I'm like, I'm going to art school. The fuck, like it, like <laughs> this is the least of their concerns. Um, and I went up, and this person had done poetry. And well, what happened was is when they wrote my name in the program, they were writing like everyone's name and what they did. So it was like, Ricky's playing the guitar and so-and-so's, you know, singing acapella. 
someone was doing a poem and then it was just John and Tapa. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it was just like, and, and I had been known at Massar because that's when I started, like I had become president of student government and Massar is very small where it's like people kind of know, like I had been known for that. And so I, they were making this whole like Mr. President bit, which was whiplash to hear after high school. Of course. Um, and went up and this kid had done poetry and everyone was kind of like on the fence about it. Like they were just like, <laughs> we went from like singing and clapping and, 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 and playing the guitar. And then someone went up and did like very, very serious poetry. Like, like, like always that, intense. It was always intense. And, and I went up and I was like, Oh shit. What's he going to do? Is he going to do poetry? I don't got a book because I had nothing in my hands. It right. was all in my pockets. Okay. And I was like, uh, hello, everyone. My name is John and Top, and I'm here to be a resident magician for the evening. And the place went fucking nuts. <laughs> it was like, like there was a kid in the back who like stood up and was like, get the fuck out of here. Like, it was like, like no way. Because, well, that's like the whole thing with magic and comedy yeah. is like, like pattern building and breaking a pattern. So yeah. you got... Like a like an all time alley. I I got like the best like hail mary of like a situation. I was it was like, perfect. That's I, a perfect set. And it was my buddy who did the poetry, and I was like, I'm so sorry, I'm not ripping on you, but I got I got to do what I got to do. Had to roll and I went that. up, and he was like, oh, It's a great. I mean, because that's exactly what it is. Like there, everyone's like fucking in the shitter because they yeah. heard a scary ass poem. It actually wasn't that actually. It wasn't that bad. It was just like it was just like a weird jarring transition from like acoustic guitar. To, it was like this is the most so hard school shit. So then it, it was like magic and then as soon as after I did magic someone went up and did poetry again but like <laughs> described how they were like no. sexually abused. No. And I was like oh my god. She like I, and everyone was like didn't know what to do and I was like if I had followed that that would <laughs> that bit would have I was like saving that bit in my head <laughs> ever since I saw that there was a poet before me right yeah. and then went up and just trauma dumped on everyone no. and it was like it was like well oh my god like and everyone was like what what do we do with this info like that was beautiful <laughs> and like all the power to you but like you got to find a fine line of like no how well, do you how do you express your pain artistically without triggering others and like and it just it just didn't work yeah, and it's like kind of like you ever you ever hear like the slow version of hey ya by on by outcast I, I haven't heard the slow version but you know hey ya though yeah hey ya is not a it's not a happy song no the lyrics aren't that happy great it's about like <laughs> breaking up and oh, like geez. losing someone yeah and like love but like you know even like yeah. the, 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 the 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 i guess like the biggest thing the way that i found out about it was like when he says Y'all don't want to hear me. Y'all just want to dance. And it's true. Oh, y'all fucking... He literally says that in the song. <laughs> y'all don't want to hear me. You just want to dance. Because we're all like, hey. Yeah. Going nuts. But the song's like actually sad, like yeah. lyrically. That's what... Maybe... Not saying you should do... It's your art. Yeah. You know? Your art. Because this lady is her poetry. Yeah. But like, damn. You know? It was, me... It's very jarring. I'm like... I, anything jarring to me, yeah. my first reaction's laughter. Yeah. Like you say, she got... she First thing you said... But I did when you said yeah. she had a poem about like yeah. being abused. I can't help but laugh because right. for me, jarring information turns into it laughing. was it was very jarring, and, and was, I would laugh in that the yeah. I'd have to leave, and it was I just can't handle it. Everyone was very very confused on how to react, but it's like that's like the in art school that is very much a running theme of like how do you take like because art is an escape for people, like and it's beautiful yeah. how people can do that, but it's like how do you 
balance that without like traumatizing or rebringing up because art school is a bunch of of, of a people who are ab- like that like that stereotype of art students is very true is pretty true like of people who were like outcasted by society because they weren't afraid to be themselves and the the status quo got them and like and it's people trying to figure out who they are and and you know there's laws against like all these things and it's like how how do you do that like in paintings and in, in poetry it's it's art school's crazy but i was i had a lot of fun at art school and yeah i worked there and it's a great time i, I mean it. like so that's another hat we're kind of putting on your head here. Yeah. So it's like the art, the artistic side. Of, yeah, mm-hmm. sick hat. Damn, by the way. That's a fucking sick hat. <laughs> the, the art school. I don't know where you got that thing. It's sick. But the art first school, generation. Yeah. When you first released the them. cheap version, technically it was still expensive. Yeah. But the cheaper version. It's a comfortable hat. Isn't it kind of nice? It though? doesn't like, and I have a big ass head, and it doesn't like like I have hats that like come up. And For like, sure. They're no longer sitting on my ears, and it pisses me off. Yeah. And then like I'm wearing this. I'm losing. See this. I think on your like sculpt, yeah, like on your face, right? Sculpt a word. Did I actually it is, that up? yeah, it is. It's very art school. Yeah. So yeah, because I think it's because I was like, I know that you do like sculpt, right? Yeah, stuff. So like yeah. to my in my mind, it just that was the recall. But for your like for the lumberjack look too, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hate to keep calling you lumberjack. No, it's, it's just, fine. It's just yeah. the look. It, that's that's the type of hat for right. you. So it definitely looks good on guys like you. So Thank if you, you if you are lucky enough to look like John, you should get a hat. But Anyway, like I was saying, like there's the art, there's like the artistic side of you, mm-hmm. which kind of encapsulates like, you know, the magic, uh, the performative side, like mm-hmm. that thing. But then like you straight up build shit. Yeah, sometimes. That is a very. That's like <laughs> High School Musical, Zac Efron right. level, level the, the, contrast the, the in your life. Debate of what to do. Like, like, what do I do? Do I build this thing yeah. or do I perform? It's like, and on top of the, the politics aside. Yeah. But like. Those two things are wildly contrasting. Yeah. So, do you want me to ask you the deep question, or do you want me to ask you the uh, the light question? Let's get the deep question. So, like, who do you think you are when you <laughs> when you when you wake up in the morning and you look in the mirror and yeah. you're like, I do all these different things. Yeah. Because I know I try not to think about it. Good. <laughs> when I do, I go insane. I'm like, who yeah. the fuck is this guy? It's a whole life. Right. Everyone, everyone deals with this. Like, who right. are we? Like, mm-hmm. so when you do all these different things, how do you like grasp with that question? Because I know you, you think deeply. Yeah. I can see it in, your, right. in the way you, the way you look. But like, how do you grasp that? Do you want like the? It's a simple answer. It's yeah, just yeah, yeah. Balance, balance, balance. Because it's like so. My my field of study in college was industrial design, which is the design of. Uh, human-based goods, products, um, but it's also like experiences, um, how app layouts are, web layouts. Like it's it's all of like basically everything but architecture. Okay. Um, and so it's very user-centric in the sense which you're never designing something for yourself. Um, and going to art school and being in a major where you don't design things for yourself, it's very weird. Um, and it's a very weird experience because there's a lot of research that goes into it. There's a lot of... Um, understanding how people think. Um, and that's what's fascinated me. That's what's become to fascinate me about is the human factor side of it. Um, and then to cope with sort of not being able to like, but it was, it was at the time it was to learn materials as I would take sculpture classes to learn how to use different. So I took a glass class. I worked in uh, woodworking, jewelry and metals. I worked in fibers for a little bit. Um, uh, 
uh, we did the championship title belt. So I got to work in, I got to bronze cast, which was really fun. That's sick. Um, and leather working because of that. And it was all to learn materials for industrial design, but then it was like learning all these um, and small electronics. So like things that move and props and, and things that talk back at you and all that shit. And it was cool because it was like, I'd be thinking about how other people think. And then it's like, now I just want to make this and I just want to have fun. And I don't want to think about, you know, why someone opens a doorknob a certain way or why someone like the classic example I always use with design thinking is like, um, there were two keypads on each side of the room and someone went up to that keypad and used their pointer finger to, you know, to, 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 and then the same person shut that door, went over to that keypad and rested their hand against it and used their thumb. And it was like, well, why did they, what influenced them in the form of the object Interesting. to do that? And that's what my thesis was on, it was on ep ep EpiPens or epinephrine delivery systems, not to be copyrighted. <laughs> um, and it was about, um, how can we make something that if someone just grabs it and picks it up, they know how to use it? Like without no, no color, no labels, how can we just do that? So it was a lot of research. And then I was like, I just want to make a seven foot tall replica of the marionette from Five Nights at Freddy's 2 and God damn it, I'm going to do it. And I did it. And it's like, that's what I just want to be at. Like, that's how I kept myself sane. It was like on one side of my desk is like a bunch of EpiPens and like foam models of like different grips and how, you know, I'm having people, I'm throwing them on a table and nursing students and business students and, and illustration majors are grabbing these things and seeing how they hold in their hands. And then I've just got this thing that I'm like making stare at you and like programming <laughs> timing the programming for it to talk and look at someone dead in the eyes as it talks and then scream and shake and then go back to sleep it's like i'm and it was like like it, that's you that was the fun that was me is those two projects i was working on at the exact same time um was and it was like that was that was like that was the balance of it was it was just like finding ways to if this starts to overwhelm me let me dip back into this and then let's go back and forth that's a great way to look at it because yeah. i know you can get like with anything with any like venture you kind of like take with your life it's like you can kind of get into the people pleasing aspect of it right but like and you know if you want to contribute a lot of times you need to please people yeah like if you really want to contribute like that's kind of what like you know it's what most of us go to work for is to like yeah. please somebody or like to do what they need. So you, and that helps. It's not like you shouldn't work just cause it's right. not like you're not helping yourself. But at the same time, you don't want to drive yourself mm -hmm. up a wall. It's like yeah. if you're, if you're doing stuff for other people always and only, yeah. then you have no, first of all, you have no sense of self. Well, it's like the sense of self part where it's like, what can I, what can I do? And what can yep. I like, what represents the business side of you? And then the kind of leisure side like that, the keypad thing is fascinating. Yeah, that's a that, good that, point. That to me was really the other one was in my thesis when I was doing the research was I had all these like foam. We use foam to like wrap it, sculpt, and it was all about finding something that someone would pick it up and I'd be like, hold this correctly, and I'd know whether they did it or not. And there was one that was I can't even demonstrate it, but it was like a rod. It had a button on the back, and you would press it up to someone's thigh and press it, and no one got it correct like no one held it correctly except for younger women because they all equated it to pepper spray uh, uh. so it was this whole thing of like that's sad <laughs> that's really sad <laughs> yeah i know that's it's sad. really sad and and it was like oh so it was all about like the intuition their intuition was to hold it like pepper spray because they're they're used to carrying it and walking at night no makes matter sense. where they are makes sense they're trained to use this 
Whereas maybe some of the older men who I had interviewed, or even younger men, they're, they're not, that, that's not what something that they have to worry, like they are consciously worrying and about. And if they're like builders too, maybe it just switches to that. They, they had this, held it like this. That's they had it. held like a hammer. That makes sense to me. And, and, and it was just like this, like unlocking people's um, thought process. And then not to get too off topic, but there was a sculpture I did where it was a, a hand that got nervous when you shook hands with it. So it was a 3D printed hand, that, <laughs> which I came up with at a three in the morning in the shower. I was like, what am I going to do for my final? I don't shower like that, but I was like, what am I going to do for my, what am I going to do for my final? And I was like, Water professionalism, thing. shaking hands, people get nervous. What if it's a hand that gets nervous when you shake hands with it? And so it was a 3D printed hand that had a button in the middle. So when you shook hands with it, it triggered um, five motors that just spun and they pulled strings in the fingers and it would, it would like tremble. Oh. And it would play a sound piece of it. I just got people being overwhelmed and greeting each other and put some fucked up music behind it. Um, and it was very bare bones, over-engineered. And, and it was, people were fascinated by it because um, it felt a little too real to them because when they would, it wasn't like, like that. I'm showing, listening, my hand's spasming. But yeah. um, it instead would do this. It would move, so it felt like someone was just tickling your wrist, yeah. which like really messed with people. And they were like, "I can't let go," and I was like, "Okay, <laughs> I don't want to let go. Why can't I?" I'm like, "I don't know. I'm but, uncomfortable. I'm nervous." But yeah, if you had bigger hands, it would like just kind of graze your oh, wrist, oh, and like, uh, but like that's the thought process. Like that's what I knew to go for because it was unset. I wanted it to be unsettling. So it's like, what makes people unsettled? It's just light. Yeah, not it like, feels not too natural. Motions. It's not like dun 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 dun. Like it's right. it, so that was like and that's co cool. Covering the motor sounds with the music. I think I saw that on like on my it website. Was on, probably on my uh, yeah, it may have been. Yeah, yeah I, mean, that's I saw that like a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. I was like, I was, I was perusing, and then I saw that hand, and I was like, I didn't look into it, but yeah, I was like, that's, that's, that's what hand. that is. It's it's a like, hand, one to one okay. scale hand that yeah, gets this nervous. Is, this is John. Yep, this yeah, makes sense. This is this is this is fucked up. Yeah. So now let's switch gears again. Okay. So now, the political life okay. that you lead. <laughs> it's a, it's a, what political life? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, it's like, why? Yeah. First, first question, okay. why? I'll just stop with that. Why? why? Um, the real why is four years ago, over four years ago, we, gra we graduated from Efford High, and I was at the dinner table, and I was complaining about something. Like just, I, I was upset with some, I don't know what it was. It was something and I was like, slammed my hands on the table and I was like, damn it, I'm going to run for mayor one day. And my mom was like, you can't run just right for mayor, run for school committee first. And I was like, damn it, I'll run for school committee. And then I was like, how old do you have to be? And she was like, 18. And I was like, oh, really? And I pulled papers the next day. <laughs> Legit, that's what happened. It was it was an argument at the dinner table. Wow. And my dad thought I was kidding until he like his phone started blowing up at three PM the next day and on Facebook and it was yeah. my I was me standing outside of City Hall with the papers to run and I, I was like, I got opinions. <laughs> I just got out of the system I'm critiquing. <laughs> I know it better than anyone else here. Good point. Um It's a great point actually. Like internally. Um not to their own fault, but just like, just the fact, like I had just left it yeah, and was like feeling a little ambitious and went for it. And, um, there were a lot of like, is this a joke? And then, but like, <laughs> my dad was like, don't, don't start yelling at people. Like, just don't like, like, 
it's not a good look if you start yelling at people like if they're being rude to you so just let people pick their battles so like someone was like is this a joke and someone's like are younger people in politics a joke to you and then like just started berating (laughs) (laughs) i was like it's not what i wanted um but yeah so that's where on top of medford came from and i ran on being someone who was in the athletics um athletics i wasn't the most athletic person but i was in it yeah um and then was in the arts with drama and then was in student leadership with ccsr and then i was you know the class presidency thing and um was like i have opinions and i think our students are suffering and here's how we need to fix it and that was it um i had no ties i was like i'm gonna i well i was registered to vote as a no party i was like i got no ties I got nothing holding me tied to anyone's was like, I'm just going to keep it that way and just went for it and (laughs) like avoided all corporate stuff and, you know, whatever was completely grassroots. And it was like, it was a lot of fun. I met a lot of cool people. Yeah. Um, But like, realistically, I had been a townie since I was nine. Like um, George Scarpelli, who's a city councilor, was my baseball coach. Yeah. Like, and like, so I had ins with, um, the, the city councilors and school committee members and had known them. Um, and so it was just like, they would take me under their way and teach me a few things. And so like, I wasn't completely starting from scratch, but like, um, so that was like really cool to like yeah. them to be like, Oh, this is, this is a good idea. And then I lost, well, I, I got eighth out of 10th, which was great. Um, <laughs> yeah. I didn't, wasn't it's the not first, to, I wasn't the first to lose, lose and I didn't lose. Yeah. Um, and then, I was going to run two years later and then just decided I wanted to become class president at MassArt. Well, not class president, the president of MassArt for students. And then I was like, I can't do both. And that was more important to me. And then this past election was just like, I'm going to lace up the boots one more time. Yeah. I didn't spend $800 on signs to use them once. I don't know. And I put it out. I put out a letter and I was like, look, let's be real. (laughs) Let's be real. I don't want to be the guy who tries three. In high school, I tried three times. Right. Fine. <laughs> You're Fine. a teenager. But, like, I'm like, I don't want to be the guy, like, grasping for this. Um, but also, like, I'm not going to put my my life on a hold. Um, Medford's not affordable. And I want to, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, and it's like, I'm not going to put my life on hold and my development on hold for right. a maybe in two years. That makes sense. And... So I had said, we'll keep the account alive. So the bank account's alive. We're going to donate pretty much half of the money to the arts program and half the money to CCSR. So the money's not just getting dissolved. It's going places. Good. We'll leave some money in it just to keep the account alive. Website will come down. Facebook's being archived, like just not being posted on. Mm -hmm. And it's like, if in two or four years I'm like still in Medford and I still want to do it, then I'll do it. But if not then it's set up to just fade, which yeah. is fine. Yep. And that's like, that was, that was where I came to, a, I came to that conclusion when I got home from the Ford after I had found out I had lost. Like that was like, this yeah. is what I'm, this, this is, is this is decision. the plan. And this is what I'm sticking with because I can think it over a thousand times, but I'm not going to do that. But yeah, I mean, it was a lot of fun. It taught me a lot of life skills. Um, I jokingly say I don't recommend, but I do recommend. Like, it's a great way to learn your community, learn the people of the community. You see the ugly sides of your community really quick. Yeah. Um, you find out how fake a lot of people can be. Um, 
sometimes you're fake a little too. Uh, <laughs> that's okay. We're all a little fake sometimes. Um, you got the acting background. Well, you got the acting. <laughs> yeah, I, I got an acting background. There yeah. you go. Um, right, because you were doing stand up too for a little bit. I wanted to, but I did. Uh, I did a play in eighth grade. I was an old lady, which was sick, dude. That was <laughs> that's the that's the highlight. Where's your life. star on Hollywood Boulevard? Like, where is up. it? No, I I, I improved like pieces. I remember like I improv something like I got pushed by like one of the other characters or something, yeah. and so I was like, this was a great opportunity yeah. for me to fake fall down, yeah. like as an old lady. And yeah. you know, old ladies fall slow. So I slowly falling around <laughs> and no reaction at this point from the crowd. And I was looking out there and I just see like my, like, like our director, like the, one of the teachers being like, what the fuck? <laughs> she was like, what the fuck? I did that in high school too. I was that was like, my no. goal. And I, and I did get a laugh out because I think I, I hit the ground. And I was like, and I did the, I'm fall I fall and I can't get up thing that like those commercials. And it did well. So she wasn't that upset. That's good. It was, I'll never forget, falling to the ground. And, And like, it it was almost like she was the only face. It was the frame. It was, like, literally, like, like the way I'm looking at you now is how clear she was versus everybody else. And, um, yeah, so we both got that acting background. So, like, lying is kind of, like, I don't even use a good thing. And someone had said that. Where someone had said that I was coming across one way, but was pretending I wasn't. And I was like, no, I'm pretty honest with where I am aligned politically and where I am and what my opinions are. And I was just done. I think I wrote something like, uh, the only time I deceive is at kids' birthday parties. Doing magic tricks. <laughs> like, like, don't call me a liar. Like, yeah, there's nothing yeah, here. Yeah. There was nothing here that remotely that I've ever said that has painted me this way. So me saying that I'm actually this way, it's like, well it's like no you've made an assumption and now i'm telling you your assumption is wrong it's right like, but everyone sees you that way i'm like i don't think so yeah no because the thing is like with that type of like that's the problem with that world i guess yeah. in a lot of ways and just any world you like throw yourself yeah. into is like as soon as you have to you know you get a couple thousand you're gonna you're getting how many how many thousands of people voted not a lot like i think only 13 percent of medford voted which is low extremely well, I mean, like even it's, it's gotten so. better and then it's gotten worse so it was going up it, i think only three percent or something voted in the first really? election. it was it's yeah and then it went up and it went down a little bit it's just like and it, yeah it, I, I don't know it's a game and and i was still thousands of people that you're like opening yourself up to it is and it's a for lot opinions. and it's like you and get people bombarded and then get you ever I seen the medford mom's facebook group <laughs> fucking kidding i'm in that group we talking about we talking about opinions yeah the opinions i saw someone giving up half a cheese pizza in there and i was like is this is this i see that in everything it's free someone's like we took two bites out of this cheesecake slice and we don't want it does somebody want it and and then i see like backup and i'm like are you (laughs) are you kidding me like it's like oh my leave it on your porch i'll be there it's like i get it but like a part of me is like i get it where it's like if you're having food insecurity Like, I hate for that to be your last right. moment because, like, some right. people are unfortunately that desperate. But, <clears throat> excuse me, the f- it's it's more – it's not the fact that someone's claiming it. It's just the fact that someone's like, I stuck and double-dipped a fork into this <laughs> perishable cheesecake. And now I'm like, do you want to pick it up off my – I don't have enough trust in people like I that. I mean, neither. Not at all. I don't have enough trust to, like – I don't. I mean, it, it it it's fascinating, but like, yeah, I'm I'm in those groups because I was referred to as magicians in those groups. So like, I'm in all the <laughs> yeah, all the Medford yeah. groups. Which, but yeah, Medford politics. Uh, 
it's 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 a crazy world and a lot of people have a lot of opinions yeah you just have to sometimes go "Uh uh-huh yeah so what's uh let me ask you your opinion on a couple because i got you know i got the fucking i got stupid gripes with medford i got i got gripes with this fucking town i love this place Mm -hmm. i I live here okay and i love it here okay but i got an example i got a little little half story so i had friends in college i went to umass Lowell. yeah i had friends that moved to medford yes from umass Lowell. they were they were from like Georgetown, mm-hmm. uh, Mass, whatever. It's a surprisingly big college town, and yeah. not just because of Tufts. Yeah, yeah, right. So they wanted to move. They were like, let's move here, whatever. Right. And yeah, big college town. Uh, our population age, average age, it's not like it's like Somerville's or Boston's. Right. Pretty still low, though, yeah. in comparison to like the Gent Durant scheme. Right. There's no way to be after 12. Yeah. What the fuck is that, Pops? They were like, where do I, where should I go out? I was like, Somerville. Yeah. The town over. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Go to the burn. Go to yeah. all these places that are open till 2 a.m. Go to Boston. Yeah. You can have a great time, of course. Right. But there's nowhere open here past midnight. Mm-hmm. You want to know my opinion on that? What's your opinion on that? That's the reason why I never ran for city council, because I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> why is that? I why? don't know. I don't Medford know. In Medford Square. And you know what's crazy is, oh my God, that's been a whole. Um, the, the, <laughs> I know, that I've has heard, been I've like the, some things if you if you took a shot every time a politician mentioned like the square development in the last four years, you'd be dead on the floor. Like it's just <laughs> it's it's like one election alone. But it was funny when we when they redid the Chevalier, um, yeah. And Gabriel Iglesias, I think, was the first person to do it. And I went to his show, and he was like, "Do you know how wild this is? <laughs> like I'm I'm in a theater that is a theater now because someone didn't know how to light a cigarette in the '60s, yeah. but now also." <laughs> He goes, this is the only place that I'm doing a performance in front of hundreds of you here and someone's eating enchiladas across the street <laughs> in their home. Some, like someone's putting their kid to bed it's, across the street. Yes. And it was like, do you understand how crazy of a phenomena, I don't know what the, that was, how crazy of a phenomena this is? Like that, like the Shivali. it's a yeah. very, it's developing. And like, I think like um, bringing in like Medford Brewing, which is also closed, not too bad, not too late to not i don't know i forget their hours but like also like yeah they got deep cuts in the square it's like it seems like they're trying to bring it but there's a lot of hesitation i mean medford was upset because there were like two or three um tattoo parlors in west medford like apart they're like what is it gonna do to our city bring art i don't know i don't know i don't know thank you like it's like like who cares like it's like honestly are you gonna be scared of me i actually purposefully always had my sleeves rolled up when i ran because i was like i don't want to hide the fact that like my whole arm is like yes like well because i mean our generation doesn't really give a fuck if you ask me like i don't think anyone cares but what i care about is the fact that there's that when they took out the Papaginos, they put a fucking gentle death. <laughs> That's what I care about. That's I all want I the care. rats and I want oil I dripping from the... I don't know what I wanted there. Yeah. But I was like, I don't know why I thought like bowling alley. I don't know what I was Which thinking. Which also used to, I think, be a McDonald's. Everybody used to be a McDonald's. Was there? I think so. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. And then, like, one of those buildings Somewhere used there. to be a like a, either a theater or a bowling alley or something like that. My mom was saying, like, way back... I don't remember. Like, like, it's um somewhere around that. It's um well the theater used to be where um, where the Duncans is. No, across the street from Haynes Square. It's, okay, it's the with Donato's offices. Yes, yes. The one that the person drove through the front of. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah that was ago. crazy. I saw it. Um, I was at work. Really? I was at work at Modern Hardware, oh, wow. and like I looked this way, and then I looked this way, and I was like, and it was just, <laughs> "No way!" Yeah, it was like I was like, what? "Wow, yeah." It was, what a it was, moment! 
It's a Medford moment. A lot happened that day. There was like that happened, and then a fire broke out in another store, and I was like getting stressed. I was like, Armageddon! I what? Like, I don't know what's going on. I gotta go home. <laughs> I have an upset stomach, and I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> My stomach hurts, and I'm, yeah, and then I'd be like, okay, de stress, de stress with the car. <laughs> the, the amount of minds you meet that people do other things, like even, um, even like in industrial design, like, like talking, it was like a class of, I don't know how many you had it with marketing uh yeah marketing so yeah. like um, good for you dude thank you i did my How research too did you manning that? school of business um and yes. so i and so i um industrial design like uh, there was 20 of us that graduated um and like half of us either had a fine arts background or the other half had a engineering background and so it was like cool to like but nevertheless like someone always people usually always have other things yep which was really there's cool. always like and that's the, that's the kind of thing with this podcast. Like I was, like my my coworkers were making jokes today. Like I do sales, so like yeah. my coworkers were making jokes today about like starting a sales a SGR podcast. Yeah, and they're like in the cubicles over. Like yeah. I was doing work, and then they were like, "Yeah, actually, doesn't Dan do a podcast?" And then they're like, they're like, "Oh, I see like eight heads." So yeah, yeah. Like, dude, do you do a podcast? Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah." They're like, "Cool," and, but it's just like everyone's got their own life too. Yeah, yeah, I'm like one spot up, bye guys. Yeah, but um, no, yeah, it's uh, everyone's got their own yeah. things. They need to escape. Yeah, I feel like, and this is a kind of like, you know, to 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 bring the crescendo together. Yeah, I wanted to make sure we touched a piece of everything. I I contemplated okay. just like getting deep into one or two things okay. or whatever, but I wanted to make sure we touched everything. Okay, because I think it's proof that you don't. It, it, first of all, you need one thing. Yeah. But I think it's ideally you have a bunch of things. Yes. To like give your life a ton of substance, yeah. a ton of differentiation. Right. Like whatever it may be. Like with yeah. me, it's the podcast. Right. And this is what I love to do. Right. And I do it all the time. I love to talk to people. I, I love to, I love. Mr. MHS and I love, to, love talk to talk to, to people. people. Yeah. I love to talk to people. Yeah. And whatever way I can do that, you know, is what I want to do. Right. And then with you, it's like you love to create things mm -hmm. and you love to, and you love to learn people. Right. And so, you know, something like anything like politics, magic, <laughs> anything like that is all revolved around learning people right. and performing and stuff like that. So just find that little piece of yourself you like. Right. And then blow it up yeah. times a million. Find every way to maximize that because then your life's not boring. Like, right. I don't know how overall happy you feel. Yeah. But you yeah. must feel a good sense of fulfillment and happiness. It's, it's nice. It's like a lot of fun to do um, some of the work. And it's like, and I find joy in it. And I find joy in the problem solving of it. And like, that's what ties the crescendo of everything is, is problem solving. It's like, even in the sculpture work, it's like, people keep unplugging my shit. And so I'm making them powered off of drill batteries now. Because now they can't. And it's like, you lost that privilege. Just control that. Like, keep your hands to yourself. <laughs> Now you can't even touch like the fox head that I'm doing from Five Nights at Freddy. I'm doing another one. Um, <laughs> Wait, you're and carry, I made another one because the, the movie came out. The movie just came out. Was it good? I, it was. It was not what I thought it was going to be, but I liked it. Cool. Um, and it was like carrying around this fox head, um, and it's um, from the. Th Do you ever play the third game? I did not. It's I did like not. The I know the. I know what. You, I think I know what you're talking about. Though. So it's like the the heads are on on the ground. Yeah. Like there's a light in the eye. And it was like I want to do this. And then we got an email that like all staff members could submit a piece in a show. And I was like, I want to do some weird shit. <laughs> and I was like, what can I do? And I was like, oh, let's make this thing just be fucked. And I, 
<laughs> it like it groans and it like plays the circus no. music oh. and it like but i was like but puppet was in that exhibit and people unplugged it because they didn't like it so i'm like well, shit anymore. i found that you can buy on amazon um adapters that make ryobi drill batteries into 12 volt power sources really yeah so you can power arduinos off of them so i bought one and so the thing runs off it like runs for 10 hours straight and it's just like <laughs> 10 hours straight just 10 hours straight of just this like decapitated fox head that just like occasionally will like groan like it can't breathe and then like play like circus music and its eye will light up and i shoved a 75 watt bulb in there and i was like go for it the beautiful part about that piece is like self-fulfillment yes. what we're talking about yep my self-fulfillment was that i was able to make a static animatronic p a static a static animatronic interactive thing. piece interactive okay maybe not interactive. static a static prop yep that lit up and played sound and, and and fills a space satisfaction came from the fact that i was able to first of all make that and make it run the way it did and power it off it's my first successful wireless piece oh was it but then the self-fulfillment also comes from people the self-fulfillment of others is the fact that it's a piece of video game history in front of them that's true. And so it's like oftentimes when it comes to one topic, so this fox head, the self-fulfillment from the creator was being able to pull it off. It wasn't the fact that I made the head. It was just the fact that I was able to teach myself and learn how to make it function. And the behind the scenes value where the satisfaction of others came from the fact that it was just like this was their childhood coming to life. So it's like it's it's almost like sometimes things have dual fulfillment purposes yeah. where they're different. Like I'm just excited as they are, but I'm excited for a very different reason. But do you think that the motivation for you was that was the, like the, the, the motivation was to figure out a way to make this thing wireless and to make it be as successful as it would be if it was plugged in. Right. right. And then other, and the, but it was also like, I have done a line of FNAF stuff and it was like, it was in check. So it was like, I want to learn how to, and I had a failed project last year that was a similar concept. It was wireless and it lit up, but it was it, it it looked cool, but it failed on a technical side. So it was like I and the pieces from that part have been repurposed in Foxy's head. So it's <laughs> it's the same. It's like I've taken the internals and gave it a second so it's life. It's like that didn't fail. It, it just it's, needed it's, a little it, more time. It needed a more kick. Yeah. But um, yeah. So John, how long do you think we've been going for at this point? An hour and a half. Hour and ten. So actually, better that we're beating we're beating the time. That we, we are think. beating the time limit. Uh, I've been trying because usually they're about an hour and a half. So I, that's a good guess. Yeah. But I've been trying to shrink it down because no one wants to watch my shit. So it's like what I'm talking about. I watch it. Yeah, that's my guy right there. That's my guy. Yeah. So we're gonna probably just wrap up cool. here. I really did enjoy. Like you're one of the people I just like to hear from because it's just it. like funny. Like yeah. the your interests are interesting to me. So what? how was your experience on the Dodcast? And you really like, I feel like you're first of this type of podcast. How yeah, was this experience it for you? It was great. I was like, when you contacted me, I'm like, damn, you finally ran out of people to talk to. <laughs> Watch, I'll have someone new next week. Yeah, it's no, crazy. no, no, it's good. Um, no, it's been fun. It's like, uh, it's dangerous though, because like I'm a, a diagnosed attention deficit. So as soon as you just get me going on like special interests, it's like, and then, and then the MOSFET controls and it's like, I need to like chill out because I'm like, not everyone, like, like you said, like, not everyone like really gives too much. Yeah, not like, everyone knows, but like, I think like, you need so, to. So it's like, yeah, man, like, I, cause I could talk about that. But that's what podcasts hours. are, John. 
I know, and that's yeah. what I like the conversational podcasts. Like I like I like that a lot. Um, it's like it's enjoy. It's like catching up because I've also haven't seen you since yeah, right. commencement, like Seriously. four years ago. Yeah, I yeah. haven't. I've... When's our when's our grad our, our get back? When are we getting everyone the gang back together? Gang. So, I might not show up, but when are we getting? Everyone... <laughs> I was just gonna be completely honest. Um, when are we getting the gang back together? You know what's funny is more people than I thought have actually like been asking like, really yeah cool like i'll post something and they'll be like that's great when's the five-year anniversary and i'm like uh, oh the five-year um not anniversary um um there's a word i know reunion reunion um and i'm like i thought everyone was gonna be like i don't care like and that's what like everyone at, i feel like everyone at graduation was like we'll do 10 years and then like it's like now i know that's what i remember too you know, but... it's like ever like i've gotten a lot of people that have been like when we're gonna do the five years and that's my job <laughs> that's that's literally my like me and all, all the four of us marco patrick and chris are like gotta figure out good guys though <laughs> you're so great you guys. get the guys together you know, get them together have some good fun uh, i think you want to know what happens what? i think what happens is there's a crowd that wants to get back together every year right, so yeah. they'll always want to get back together yeah and then there's a crowd that was in on the five year and then there was like the i'm too good for this crowd yeah that, well they thought they were too good for this crowd yeah. then five years rolled around they're like Ah, that was my big. Yeah, I need to go back. <laughs> so I think everyone is yeah. uh, is probably back at like the. I could do a, f- a fifth year. Yeah, reunion. and it'll be good. It's gonna cost some money. We're actually really good. Those Yankee Candle orders, really, really, really nice. <laughs> we have like eight thousand. You find enough white moms, you'll sell enough <laughs> Yankee Candles. We have a good amount of money. We're we're still putting the two thousand to a purpose scholarship. So we're actually still we're working on that right now. Actually. Yeah. Um, it just wasn't good timing to release it while I was in the middle of a, a school committee campaign. Right, of course. Bad press all around. Right. Um, but we've been working on it for four years. So 2000s going to that. So we'll have about like, we'll have a, a good amount of money to like, we're still going to have to charge for tickets, which sucks because it's like a fundraiser. But it won't be like, the back of the gymnasium with like smart food bags and like red solo cups you know what i mean yeah, like no, we yeah. want to do right by it but i think it's going to be probably like five ten tw- i gotta talk to the rest of them but like that's usually how it goes it's like five ten then twenty thirty yeah but john thank you very much appreciate it i ben. appreciate it so much and i hopefully you all enjoyed as well episode one 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 angel the first angel number technically i mean 66 yeah. doesn't count or like 55 the two digits. No, it's, it's, it's got to be three. Yeah. So this is the first, this an- is the this first is the angel, angel episode with Angel. You got the halo over you right now. Thank Let's you. go. Appreciate Thank you very much, John. Thank you very much for watching. Catch you on the next one.